0: How is it that he has grown so soft in this dimension? Surely Mother would not have raised him this way. Perhaps he thinks he is human. Perhaps he forgets to lie in the sun each morning. Cold blood would make anyone sluggish. Well, not that it matters. It will all be gone soon anyway. Him and this wretched place. Welcome back to Wisleyan On Air, where your news is our priority, and we always do our jobs with integrity. I am as Asmodeus Hansen.
1: Um, but I'm Sarah Baker. It's officially November, and the meteorology department has given us some beautiful weather. Just
0: play the intro, Sarah.
1: Oh, um... Well, Halloween was last week, and luckily, campus avoided any large-scale demon infestations.
0: After last year's terrifying disaster, which led to the possession of over 70 students, and caused classes to be cancelled for a week, the university decided it would no longer be holding official Halloween events or formally acknowledging the existence of Halloween until the holiday has passed. And unlike many other campus initiatives, they were successful. The demons who wreaked havoc across campus last year decided to target Gautier Institute in Quebec instead. This is yet another instance of Wesleyan's dedication to making others suffer for its own (laughs) self-preservation. Despite the restrictions on official Halloween
1: observance, campus had a blast with several unofficial events, like the circus fraternities' pop-up haunted houses and the accounting club's night crawl of terror. Obviously, the druid sorority's witching hour was the best. The spirit of Alice Laurent is always down to have a good time. And of course, we made sure everyone was aware of how to observe Halloween responsibly and respectfully, with strictly enforced rules against costumes that are insensitive to ghouls, zombies, vampires, or ghosts, as well as reanimating skeletons without the express permission of their accompanying spirit. We also prohibited costumes that are racist and or culturally insensitive. Violators face the penalties of being publicly humiliated, expelled from their friend groups, and suspended from their student organizations until they educate themselves and can prove that they're no longer an idiot. We recognize that the observance of Halloween has a history of being offensive towards magical demographics and a longer, more harmful history against marginalized human communities. So we and the Druid sorority wanted to do our best to break away from these harmful practices.
0: Again. All of these Halloween events were off the books and completely ignored by anyone representing the university in any official capacity. And in keeping with the policy, the university will not be releasing information on the number of students who were possessed by demons this year. So there is absolutely nothing to worry about.
1: Dr. Constance Akita arrived on campus last Friday. Her flight was originally delayed due to concerns about weather over Miami, but luckily the meteorology faculty was able to convince the high pressure system to stall over open water until Dr. Akita's flight departed. Unfortunately, this means two extra days of heavy rainfall in Miami, sorry.
0: Dr. Akita's guest residency officially began today, as she welcomed graduate students from the College of Spellwork, College of Fine Arts, and College of Mystic Arts and Esoteric Sciences to a Q&A, luncheon, and roundtable discussion on the role of myth and legends in everyday magical research. This afternoon, we also welcomed Dr. Akita to the Archive of Magical Items and Relics. It was truly an honor to meet her in person and give her a tour of the archives.
1: Thursday evening marks the beginning of her lecture series at 7.33 p.m. in Lansing Auditorium, where she will speak in-depth about her personal research on Mesopotamia and the history of magicological research on myths and legends. I'm sure it'll be fascinating. You don't want to miss it.
0: Wesleyan Administration would like to provide an update on the tracking committee and the students who fell into actively closing sinkholes. After the remaining three sinkholes closed with no loss of students, The business majors no longer found the site to be profitable and moved on to their next big cash grab, stealing students' items and charging a return rate. Anyway, the tracking committee was able to enter the sites of the two mysterious sinkholes and discovered faint traces of magic that led to Stonehenge. Yes, THE Stonehenge in the United Kingdom. The Tracking Committee worked closely with the International Magical Coalition to determine what implications this discovery may have on the international magical community. Last
1: week, Tracking Committee Chair Elsa Winthrop released a statement in partnership with the International Magical Coalition. It reads, Hello all, Wesleyan University has collaborated closely with the International Magical Coalition to investigate the unique disappearances of seven students in sinkholes." St. While sinkholes are common at Wisleyan, these seven students pose a unique situation because they fell into the sinkholes as they closed. We have narrowed trace magic to Stonehenge in the United Kingdom, but few other magical traces have been discovered. With little to go off of, we have stationed Wesleyan officials as well as IMC officers to Stonehenge awaiting the arrival of the missing students. Family will be alerted as soon as the students reappear. Thank you for your time and patience over these past few weeks of investigation. All the best, Elsa Winthrop, head of the tracking committee. End note. We here at Wisleyan hope the best for all students and families involved.
0: Now, moving on to registered Chronicle organization announcements, of which there are too many.
1: To start out, the Student Oligarchy Association would like to announce a formal investigation into Wisleyan on air? (laughs) Due to a lack of transparency, the SOA would like to investigate the legitimacy of the technical difficulties claimed by Sarah Baker and Asmodius Q. Hansen.
0: Wisley and on air will be submitting to nothing of the sort. Nice try. We are not a student chronicle organization, and therefore we do not follow student oligarchy decrees. This is an obvious stunt to try to further discredit this broadcast, and we will not entertain the idea of an inquiry. If the student oligarchy has issues with the way this broadcast is run, they can take it up with Director Eldoran and their offices.
1: Yeah, what he said. Our next announcement-
0: oh, sorry, Sarah, that's yours.
1: Thanks, Ismatius. Always keeping us honest. Our next announcement is from the accounting club. Seriously? Well... The Accounting Club would like to announce that they will initiate their newest class of members and that Lattice Green will be closed this Thursday from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Students not in the club are not permitted to pass by, look at, or even consider Lattice Green. The Accounting Club will know if you do. They would also like to share that this semester, due to unusual activity, Student Services will be guarding the ritual? So... If you see hooded figures in blood red robes, they know. They see and hear your thoughts. They will find you and make you forget. Do not consider these figures.
0: We would like to congratulate the Competitive Physics team for beating out the University of the Celestial in the Physics Triathlon hosted by the University of the Celestial in Ohio. All four magical institutions send a delegation to participate in a grueling three days of challenging physics questions and experiments from three major areas of physics. This year, the three fields were optical science, astrophysics, and organic materials. As always, the competition was very close, with Wisleyan beating Celestial only by 14 points. This is the first time Wesleyan has won the Physics Triathlon in 73 years, so congratulations physicists!
1: The Gymnastics Club and the Illusionist Club would like to remind students of their fundraiser this Thursday. Tumbling in the park will be a thrilling afternoon in Arden Park as the Illusionists create scenes from around the world for gymnasts to tumble through. This high-energy event is only $5 and the clubs have reported that they are 70% to their goal of pre-ticket sales. To support our favorite tumblers and illusionists this week.
0: The Wiz Fraternity Council would like to announce their annual campus-wide frat party set for next Friday all night. Dr. Farkas Arden's presentation on lycanthropy may push the party to Saturday, but the Wiz Fraternity Council has ensured us that, quote, everyone on campus will be aware of the time, whether they want to or not, end quote.
1: I LOVED the frat party last year and I can't wait to see what our fraternities bring this year! Well, next we have an announcement from the Magizoology Club. They would like to share that the stables will be open to the general student body this upcoming weekend to help socialize the young new beasts that were born over the summer. Students are invited to pet and play with baby unicorns, griffins, harpies, jackalopes, wyvern, and more. The stable hours will be from 3pm to 7pm this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: The Badminton Club is having its semesterly tournament next Monday evening on the Spellgrounds. All students are invited to try their hand at badminton against the campus pros. Magical Badminton will be the main event, with court hazards and legal spells to cast your way to 21 points. Regular badminton will also be available for those who prefer a more traditional take on the sport. The tournament will wrap up with the crowning of a badminton champion and the wildly popular Students versus Faculty scrimmage, with the winners getting bragging rights until next semester.
1: The WizU Alumni Association will be hosting a donor luncheon, and students with scholarships will be invited to attend to get to know our alumni donors. The WizU alumni look forward to this event every fall semester, and the goal is to provide professional connections between our alumni and our current students. The attire is magician's casual, so please wear your nicest robes and amulets. And please, no blue jeans or shorts, even if they're hidden by the robe. For more guidelines on appropriate attire, please see the alumni website.
0: And to wrap up SCO announcements for the week, the Photography Club is seeking experienced models to model for a photo shoot next Wednesday. The theme of this shoot is myth and modernism a unique take on the legends that live in our blood and make us the community that we are. This shoot will combine elements of traditional myths and legends and restyle them into modern and contemporary outfits and scenes. This photo shoot will take place on the spellgrounds and at the stables, so the club requests that all models be comfortable working with live magical beasts. This
1: week, we also have a faculty announcement from Dr. Rune Schaefer. He would like to announce that the Labyrinth project is going as strong as ever and that students have discovered new forms of magic. He would also like to remind the students that this is the power of exploration and curiosity. Dr. Schaefer extends his sincerest congratulations to all students involved and he would like to announce Sarah Baker as the student currently in the lead in exploration into the labyrinth's depths while Josephine Kumar is the lead with items discovered. As a reminder to all students, charm and curiosity are key, and never let your guard down.
0: Once again, thank you for tuning in to Whislian On Air.
1: And a very happy post-Halloween talk. What's going on with you? Are you okay? No, I just,
0: mm, sorry, just, this broadcast was painful.
1: Ugh, yeah, it really was. Can you believe the SOA? Launching an investigation of on-air?
0: <laughs> they are the Student Oligarchy Association, of course I believe it. But I'm not too worried about them. Yet. The investigation is just a publicity stunt, a display of power that they don't really have. As long as the Archive remains under the office of the University Director, there is nothing they can actually do. And Eldarin distrusts the SOA almost as much as we do, so as long as they are in office, nothing substantial will happen. I suppose the only real danger is their sway on the student body. If they can garner widespread distrust, that could make things difficult.
1: That's what I was thinking. We can't have a broadcast if nobody's listening. And then Spellcaster Weekly could be our only campus news source, and that, right there, would be a nightmare.
0: (laughs) and On Air, your most trusted source of campus news. And the worst part is it's true. Despite everything we have to cover up, we are still more accurate than Spellcaster Weekly. I hate this university.
1: And what do you think about the accounting club initiation? I know you don't like student services, but I guess the accounting club must be doing something big this year. I mean, usually they go out of their way to make a spectacle, but like, this is a lot of effort to make sure nobody sees them, or thinks about them. Do you think it's worth it?
0: I really do not want to have this conversation right now, Sarah.
1: Well, I just thought maybe it would be on your mind, and I'm here if you need to talk about it, you know? No judgment from me. Plus, since we're friends now, we should trust each
0: other, right? So are you going to trust me with whatever your doppelganger was talking about when she said your dad had sent you here? How he hasn't trusted you with everything?
1: Look, Modius? I was in a trance then. I don't remember everything she said. I mean, my dad's a mailman. Yeah, I guess he sent me to Wisleyan because he wants the best for me. He thinks I can really go places and wants me to have an education that can get me whatever I want to (sighs) be. Like any parent would. And it takes a lot to send your kid to a school like Wisleyan. A lot of money, a lot of courage, a lot of patience for signing those really long waivers. So of course I want to make him proud. As for all the other stuff she said, I really don't know. Maybe our lives were a lot more different than she thought they were.
0: I'm not sure what she meant by it. I thought you said you could tell when she was lying about something. Was she lying?
1: (sighs) No, she wasn't lying, that's why. I think it was just something that was true in her dimension. Something she didn't realize was different about us. I don't know what else it could have been.
0: So, since I answered your questions, are you going to answer mine? I told you, Sarah, that is not something I can talk about right now. Anyway, there are more important things. Like what? Well, Professor Ambrose was supposed to return today, but she is still gone. I do not know where. She has not been in contact about anything. I was not even aware that Dr. Akita was going to tour the Archive today until this morning when I checked the schedule. So I had to prepare to give the university's most prestigious guest lecturer a tour with no prior warning, no instructions, no guidelines, but that's not the point. The point is that I went into Ambrose's office just to make sure there was nothing confidential lying out in the open with the, when Dr. Akita arrived, and well… First of all, her office was in shambles. There were open boxes, files everywhere. It was like she was in the middle of something. Like she had left in a hurry. That explains why her schedule wasn't updated until after the fact. Yes. I did not have time to look through everything before Dr. Akita arrived, but two things caught my eye. The first was a series of files on quantum magical leaps and interdimensional travel. So, She must have known something about the attack before it happened. And she just left. Without warning us. She left us here as bait or something. (laughs) Or maybe she didn't even think that far ahead. Maybe she just forgot about us. (sighs) And the other thing I saw was this page of notes. It was on her desk. And it's in her handwriting. I took a photo as proof in case we ever need it. But look, in the list of items, those are all archival artifacts. And to the right, prices and buyers. Byzantine spell scroll, fifteenth century, sold for twenty thousand dollars to Lightwing. Of course, these are probably all pseudonyms.
1: Necromantian vials sold to R O W for whoa two million dollars. Moon relics sold for ten million to Celine.
0: R.O.W. appears quite frequently. Whoever they are, they must be rolling in cash. But anyway, you were right. I should not have trusted Ambrose. You were right, and Professor Schaefer was right. Of course she had conflicts of interest. How could I have been so stupid?
1: Asmodeus, I'm sorry. I know how much you looked up to
0: her. I suppose the responsible thing to do would be to report her. But... If we do, she might retaliate. I don't doubt she is powerful enough to make our lives miserable. And with everything going on, the last thing we need is instability in the archive. Any sign of weakness could be something for your doppelganger and her employer to exploit. And if we quit or get fired, whoever takes our place will have no idea what is going on.
1: Well, we could always send some subtle messages. As long as Ambrose isn't here, she can't stop us from broadcasting certain information. Nothing huge, just like, this is our broadcast too, you know? We're here more than she
0: is. You may be right. Ambrose always taught me that information has as much power as a chaos charm. You can never quite tell how it will be used or what effects it may have. And because of that, it must be handled with great care. That is why the archive is so well-protected, and why we must not broadcast volatile information prematurely. But now, I am not sure what to believe. Anyway, congratulations on, you know, being in the lead in the Labyrinth Project. That is an impressive accomplishment.
1: Thanks, Asmatius. You know, I always expected Josephine Kumar would be in the lead. Thank you for listening to Wislyon On Air. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop a follow and leave a rating and review wherever you get podcasts. We're a small podcast team, so it would mean the world to us. To stay up to date with all things Wislyon, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and for behind-the-scenes content, TikTok, at Wisleyan. Wislyon On Air is produced and written by Brenda Miller and Niall Williams. Sarah Baker is voiced by Brenda Miller, and Asmadius Q. Hansen is voiced by Niall Williams. Next week, join Sarah Asmatius and the students and faculty of Wisleyan University as they uncover more secrets and make more discoveries about what's really going on at Wisleyan.